Welcome to Youthology Live, and thank you for joining us for episode 36. Tonight, we're going to deal with self-leadership, and it's, an, it, it, it's uh, an exciting topic. I want to give you the resource first before we get into this, and the resource, you know, every week we give you a resource here on this uh, program, on these little sh leadership shorts. Uh, this week, it's Leading on Empty by Wayne Cordero. A great book, a great read on burnout and burn on, what I like to call burn on, right, and the difference between those. But I think you'll really enjoy Wayne Cordero's book, Leading on Empty. Because every leader has had that moment where we like crash, right? And it's like, man, I can't go on. I'm going to resign my company. You know, on Friday at the end of the week, I'm going to resign the youth group on Thursday after the Wednesday night youth service, right? And if you're a pastor, I'm sure you've wanted to leave the ministry and resign your church on Monday before. Well, how do we get past all of that, right? There are so many great reads on that. The Spiritual Disciplines by Richard Foster, one of my favorites. You've got to read that if you haven't. That's a classic um, in this area of self-leadership. You know, when I visit churches and youth ministries all the time, I look at the desk and at the office, the shelf of youth leaders to kind of see what they're reading. And I was just doing that. I was in a youth leader's uh, office and I was going through the office and looking at the books and stuff. And he had not been in, he wasn't in the office yet. And you get an idea on the kind of things that people are feeding themselves and learning from. And oftentimes, the case, it's something like this. I see books on leading the team. I see books on uh, leading systems better and creating uh, a philosophy of ministry and writing out your own mission statement and you know how to work with personalities and assessments and, and all, of, all of that, right? Uh, doing mid-course correction uh, to your dream. And, and those are all great. There's nothing wrong with those kind of reads. But the thing that I'm really concerned about is that it is, it is rare for me to see the kind of reads that are spiritual discipline reads that help us to lead ourselves. because I truly believe that the hardest person to lead is yourself. So I wanna help you because I believe as youth leaders that we are Pied Pipers to a generation. Just like in the story of the Pied Piper, we have a tune, we have a role, and sometimes our song and our tune can get muffled and people cannot hear it clearly because we are not ready to play and we're not ready, we're not there, we're not in a place sharing position. Uh, we're, uh, we're not fresh, you know, all, all of that stuff. So tonight, I wanna give you four, um, four lid lifters, okay? Four, um, four ways to, to lift the lid off your personal leadership to raise the ceiling, to raise the roof, right? To extend the fences of your influence. All of us sometimes over the course of time get these fences placed in. And so I, I wanna deal with that specifically tonight and how to take my own self-leadership to the next level, okay? So number one, number one way to lift the lid on your own leadership. Be around people who challenge you. Be around people who challenge you. You know, you never want to be the smartest one in the room. 
Now that's a dangerous place to be. I don't always want to be the person that everybody is pulling from. I do not always want to be the person that um, is always the leader in the room, always with the right thing to say. It's, it's that person that everybody else looks to. No, I, I want to be in a room once in a while with people that challenge me. I want to be in a room where I'm not speaking. I want to be in a room where I'm not leading. I want to be in a room where I can be quiet sometimes, like recently for me, put a ball hat on and just listen to these other people in the room. Because if you want to go where you've never been, if you want to go where you've never been and do what you've never done, you have to find somebody who's been there and done that. You get that concept? If you want to go where you've never gone and you want to do what you've never done, you've got to find somebody who's been there and done that. It's so much easier learning from somebody who's already been down that journey or that path. Those kind of people can remove lids from us that we place on ourselves because we're around our own language all the time. The, the second thing that will lift your lid as a youth leader is to visit another place that is doing things that you want to do. I know it's similar to the other, to, to number one, but number one is getting that person in your life and being around that person. But secondly is the setting. Go visit a setting. You have a dream and you want to reach a city. Who's doing it? But don't just talk to those people. I want you to go. I want you to feel the culture of that place. Some of you need to take a Wednesday night off or a Sunday night off if that's when you meet and go visit that church down the road. Or maybe you need to get a $300 flight and take off on a, really, take off on a Wednesday afternoon, show up at that church and fly back home the next day for 300 bucks. Most of us can afford that. If, if, if it's something that you really feel like could take you to the next level, uh, put it in the budget of, of the youth group, even if you're a volunteer, right? Uh, if, you get, if, 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 if you're smart enough, maybe there's somebody within just a short distance of you. I'm sure there is. If you're looking for that, find us on youthology.com. Send me a note and I'll find a leader in your area and hook you up with them. Because oftentimes, the, the easiest way to change is to see people who have already dealt with that. And, and they've already made the changes themselves. And so, so as a rookie, sit with a veteran. Maybe you're a veteran and you're stuck. Find somebody else and find out what they're doing. Idea exchange. That, really, that's what can happen in settings like that. And I know that, listen, I, I get it. Practices do not always transfer. Okay, the practices of another person, the philosophies of another person do not always transfer, but principles do. And maybe there's something that somebody's doing that can really help you, okay, beyond the phone call. All right, uh, so number one, being in a room, talking with people that have, uh, you know, done things that you've never done and you want to talk. Number two, you lift the lid by going and visiting and being in setting and feeling the culture, feeling the culture of a place. Number three, if you want to lift the lid off, how about an education? Maybe you're not in a place where you can go off and go to college and go to university, but I'll bet there's a university in your area. I'll bet there's a place that you could visit, take a class, one class, 
It'll cost you three or 400 bucks for a semester to take a class on leadership, to take a class on sociology, to take a class on um, student development. Okay, these are all areas that would really help you. Maybe a psychology class, maybe the sociology of American youth class. There are so many different um, community colleges, Bible colleges that might be in your area or universities that might be in your area where you could go and sit under a professional and learn and take that in because it, it, it may just be information. Maybe you've got all of the inspiration. Maybe you are so excited to do youth ministry, but you just need a nugget of truth. You need some proverbial wisdom, okay? And I think education will do that. Sometimes the education is that extra challenge that you need to change your language. Are you hearing me? Change your language, to change your concepts, to change the way that you communicate, to change your thought processes and study. Man, one of the things my master's program did for me was to see how executives ran com companies and to take some of that into my own personal life and how I would run youthology, how I would teach in the, uh, at the university level uh, while teaching and how I led my youth ministry or my, my church because now I'm thinking and I'm learning from other leaders who have done that before. And so that education brings a, a whole nother kind of challenge and excellence to your um, thinking, to, to your philosophy, and to your practice, okay? Fourth, in removing lids for us, one of the things that maybe is unthought of often, okay, is to attack what you're doing now from a different perspective. Okay, it's, this, it's, it's the rut mentality. It's that default syndrome. If you've ever heard the default syndrome, and what happens is we continue to do things the way we've always done them and expect something different. But I'm telling you, a different approach could be the easiest way for you to lift the lid off your place. Now, if you go back to three and number two and number one, those are some different approaches, you know, different ways that you can uh, maybe think of an idea that will break you out of that default or that rut. But hear me, a simple change in philosophy. Let me give you an example of what I mean by this number four. Maybe you are an outreach, you're an evangelism, you're an apologetics person. Okay, how about taking a quarter, one season of the youth ministry and move from evangelism and outreach and apologetics into discipleship, right? Into discipleship. Okay, let's flip that. Let's say you're discipleship, you're small group, you're a teacher and you build the ministry on teaching. Okay, how about flipping the script and approach the youth ministry from a completely different perspective, from an outreach perspective, or a preaching versus a teaching perspective. You gotta put yourself in risk-averse situations that, that, that bring tension into your leadership. Tension in your leadership, approaching the, the, the job, the task from a different perspective, can really stretch you and, and help you because I think sometimes it's just something that small. 
you know, learning these other three, fantastic, right? But I don't know which which one you use. But just the approach, the change, and how you approach the ministry. Let's say you're not into small groups, and you guys are. Uh, your your ministry is presence based, and you need to switch to a program based ministry for a while. And I know the two are, are married. There's nothing wrong with having the two together. But oftentimes, it is the presence-based people who put so little emphasis on the program and the program-based people who put such little emphasis on presence. Try switching that up. If you're a program person and you are big into small groups and you think that the best way to teach students is through small group, why not switch that up and go into a presence-based gathering or service or youth rally and, and watch the gifts flow and watch the, the, um, the students be moved by their expression and demonstration in worship and being around other students, and, right? Uh, the, the kinesthetic learning where you're doing uh, a, a youth service, not just youth small group. You got that? And you've put together bumpers and videos in this incredible experience. So a different approach. Okay, I think these four things could really help you in your youth leadership. And so here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Uh, the book again, don't, don't, please get it. Don't put it off. I know I give these resources every week, but Leading on Empty by Wayne Cordero, you, that's a great book. But I'm going to, I want to give you one more thing. I want you to send me a quick DM or an email on, on one of these four things that you tried in this next season of your youth ministry. Okay. We reach about 900 to 1,100 of, you, of, uh, of people on this cast, okay? on this podcast, on this, this um, video and YouTube and through social media, about 900 to 1,100, 1,200 or so every single week, every one of these, and it increases our impact. But I want to hear back from you. I would love to hear how God is working in your life. And so here's what I want to do. I want you to try a different approach. Go to a different setting. Get an education. You know, take a class. Um, sit down with somebody. Don't be the smartest one in the room. And I want you to send me a note on how that changed your approach and philosophy of, of ministry. Will you do that? I would really appreciate it to know how these uh, pods are and these casts are influencing you. That would really encourage me. So, hey, God bless you. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us at Youthology Live and 12 minutes of learning, okay? This, this was lifting our leadership lid. Four little secrets to lift our leadership lid. Thank you for joining us and have a great week.